Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Say reaction pod. Um, it wasn't quite what we had in mind, was it? Sunderland have lost 2 1 at home to Doncaster Rovers, uh, the Doncaster Rovers side that me and Tom described as the worst team we've ever faced on Thursday night. Um, I'm joined in the Harvard View by Melissa Johnson. Hello. 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 Did you enjoy that? Um, no, I didn't enjoy it one bit. Um, I can't even think of one, one part of it that I missed. Our goal, but I actually don't think I remember who's got it. Right. So, right. Just take you through this reaction part because we've both missed various parts of the game. So, um, what we can talk about a lot though is the first half performance was un- completely unacceptable. Kind of every level. Absolutely, it was. It was beyond unacceptable. Like, I did get the um, the score right from the Thursday pod, just the other way around. The way around. Yeah, the wrong way around. To be honest, um, it's closer than me or Tom got though. What five or six five, nil? Six or seven, I six believe. Six or seven, it got to yeah, definitely. But um, in the words of Ryan Jarman, I'm a realist. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, it was just I can't even describe it. It was freezing. I was I was sitting. I was hungry. I was cold. I was miserable, and it was just as miserable to be honest on the pitch. Um, yeah, well, it was, and I think you know that we started brightly without kind of doing anything I would say we didn't really create much I think Bart should have probably scored from a corner mm-hmm. yeah um, there was a couple of chances like that where you thought we could have really done with it and it just felt like it wasn't it just wasn't going to happen like even in the second half um, I know a lot of people have been speaking I've seen about the goal that wasn't a goal that should have been a goal um, I sit in the northeast. It was over the line. It was over the line. I sit in the northeast corner, and I don't have anyone sitting in front of us. I sit on top of an access. I pretty have, pretty much have the best vantage point possible, and it a million percent went over the line. I actually thought it didn't at the time. Really? Um, which I'm, I'm obviously, as usual, wrong. Um, <laughs> but but I guess that does you know I'm not making excuses, but that does kind of show you know how difficult it could be for, maybe for a linesman. Oh yeah, I can kind I can kind of get that. There's no. Cannot re- you can't really kick off too bad because I think in a weird way that the post was in the way yeah. that I really see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think but- Jim raised it. I think Jim uh, Jim Ray had raised a, a valid point. The goal line technology isn't isn't a new thing. Why don't we have that? It's not that difficult considering when you're getting knocking forty thousand people in a stadium for varying reasons. There was a a, a player was signed recently that I think possibly helped that. Yeah. But 
it's not beyond the realms of possibility. I assume it's the kind of thing that they're saying about the FA Cup where if not everyone can have it, not just one can have it, but I just find that a bit of an excuse. No, I do. I feel, you know, but what I don't want to do now is to get dragged in there, well, we've lost because of that goal. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I I think we fully deserved what we got out of the game, which was nothing. Yeah. Um, We looked... I mean, the first half, obviously, we played three, three centre-halves and yeah. played Winchester centre-half. I really felt for him, actually, because it's like, well, he, he's had a, a good season at right-back, and he isn't a right-back. So, oh, well, now we're going to play centre-half. So we're going to play three centre-halves when we only have two available. Mm-hmm. It's just moronic behaviour. I just didn't think that made any sense whatsoever. And then that combined with the fact that we've got, we've basically sold off any stretch of what we could do to put something together at the back and then the midfield was just completely empty. We talk about Corey Evans being the old man. He's wow. a friggin' invisible man today. Well, it was old man Evans that got the goal. I know, and just to remind you, jiggy joggy memory there. Oh, no. Oh, I know. Was, I, was, I was having a cigarette by then, I'll be fair. Um, but yeah, and, and you could go over old bones forever about the wind was crap oh. but it, and the pitch was rubbish and... We should we hit the we hit the post and we should, it went over the line, but that's not that's not really important at the end of the day. The best statistic that I've got to sound like my dad. The most well, important right, statistic is that we haven't managed to right. score. And we we shouldn't be stood here against the team that are at bottom of the league going oh well we hit the bar and yeah. you know because we should just win that game and it's not arrogance it's not. We should win that game 3-0 yeah. and without breaking sweat. Like it should be. We just. I tell you what, Ollie Younger could have done a job sent off for us today, couldn't he? I know. I was absolutely. I was like, is this the same person? And there's a point to maybe be had that. As um, amazing as it was to have that many people in the stadium, and we do have quite a young, a young team. It's probably the first time ever that we've played in front of that many people like I don't know whether it shouldn't make a difference because at the end of the day you're if you're a professional footballer you know with the money that you're getting that you have to perform no matter what the circumstances are but I think especially in the first half I felt like it started to it looked like a lot of them seemed a bit overwhelmed and yeah yeah it's 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 nothing maybe to do with lack of talent um I think Sergan today personally was stealing 11. Um, I thought he was very poor, um, and I think he—I think to be honest, I think he's been poor for the last mm-hmm. few, a good few weeks now. Um, but the problem we've left ourselves in, though, is that we don't have anybody else to play there. Exactly, and I think that as much as you want to look at the, the transfer window we've had and look at the positives, and I still keep hearing people say stuff like outside of the stadium, like, we should be playing our new players. I'm like, that's exactly what we've done. Like, I don't yeah. really understand that. I don't, yeah. But it, it, it's just, we haven't really kind of focused in on the key areas as much as I thought that we should have. We've kind of gone and thought, you know what? In, in general, every deal has been a really good deal and they've been good, decent players. But for the major problems that we have, we haven't, Really, just, done anything on it. The glaring, the glaring one, and not not to go over it again because we, we spoke about it. We spoke about it Thursday, Mister, and uh, we just haven't signed a centre half. And yeah. like the first goal um, is just laughable. It's embarrassing. It is. It's genuinely quite embarrassing. And I think as well, what's shocking is that I've 
I've been a big one to praise Hoffman and obviously let six in last week. His his confidence today looked shot. In it looked he looked like I'm not saying he looked like a different player because he's he's a, he's a very good goalkeeper I think for this league and he's still young but compared to what we saw of him he's obviously took a bit of a, a he looked lot like Robin Ryder today he looked like Lee Cam uh, uh, <laughs> new signing for uh, Clitheroe I believe Lee Cam <laughs> oh god um, never how is he getting paid <laughs> I think I'm not sure he will be getting paid off Clitheroe but you know maybe he will <laughs> might stop playing um, for like Sam Shields just or... gets his expenses <laughs> oh god he gets his dinner gets his dinner which is good <laughs> and maybe a blanket um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I actually missed the second goal because I went for a pint. So. I missed the second goal because right. I was fed up. Please do tweet us if you saw the second goal. Was it was it worthwhile? I hope so. I hope it was a nice goal. I'll be honest, like because. We I hope Ollie Younger's got it. <laughs> I didn't even know. I sat down at my seat after like nipping to the loo because I thought I kind of be chewed. Then my uncle went, oh, about 10 minutes later, oh, did you know that we were 2-0 yeah, down? I didn't realise. And I went, no, I thought he was having his own. Well, I was studying, I was having a fight, and like, I just overheard someone I was like, in the second goal, I was like, what? Oh, it's 2-0. Oh, great, I might not bother going back for the second half, well, but I did go back. Exactly, that's all commitment. I was very, very tempted because, I'll be honest, I haven't really dressed for the weather. It was absolutely bollock and cold. No, it's cold, isn't it? It's bloody cold, and I just thought, oh, you know what, there's that hotel over the road no. and my, my, that's properly tempting and you know I, I stood clean but and I think as well it, uh, I disappointed myself but I didn't at the same time because when Defoe came on everyone I, I hate I don't know but I hated that everyone was like waiting for like five minutes people were stood up and stuff and it's it's at the end of the day, we were two 0 down. Like I don't, I can't was... get behind something like that. I clapped, I clapped him, and I'm a, I love Jermaine Defoe, but there's nothing to cheer about. It wasn't the moment we all had in mind. It had was such it? a bit of taste compared, and I wasn't going to be like up hooting and hollering like everyone thought, else. I actually thought we might have been better off bringing Patrick Roberts on. Yeah, yeah. Because we weren't creating anything, <laughs> which was the issue. I think we all knew that Defoe wasn't going to do anything. He was obviously going to come on. He was, was obviously like, going to come on. He had to come but on. But I actually feel to you know influence the game a bit more. But we needed a bit more creativity. Yeah, I agree. And I think if Roberts had came on, maybe if, I don't know. I Maybe for Pritchard or I thought yeah. Pritchard did okay, but I think he did okay, and he does his usual kind of Pritchard thing, and he always looks lively. But I think in the team that so looked, we just, just looked bereft. Yeah, I, I, ideas were just knackered, and then I thought I'd be honest, I love Dan Neil. I thought I heard someone, and I, th- I totally agree. I heard someone say that there was or something. Dan Neil, what the hell's going on there? Yeah. What's happened? Do and I, th- feel... I think it worked out. I just think he needs a rest. Yeah. He's played every game. Yeah. He's 19, 20. We brought in Matete, who yeah. came on and did okay, actually. He looked bright and he yeah. looked like, you know, positive. Um, so, uh, also Jack Clark, I thought, looked good. I thought he looked really good. I was quite impressed. I loved, uh, I think, him and Matete, I think, considering what I've watched with Lyndon Gooch on the ball, I just get really impressed by a decent first touch. I thought Gooch was appalling. I thought he was absolutely appalling. It didn't look like he wanted to be there. No, and he looked just a man off. Like Yeah, absolutely. And again, like you do feel for him in a way, because like... I must be exhausted. He just looks so out of form. Uh-huh. Like, and it, it, he needs something. Because if he was a centre forward, you go, 
he needs one to go in off his ass. Yes. But what do you do as a winger or a wing back? Like, how do you how do you get how that, you get that spark back into someone when it just looks it doesn't look like it's been there for a while? And then again, his name was bandied about here and there. When it, if it was me and I was a footballer, I'd be listening to what people were saying. Know, unfortunately, and people were saying that it was a potential for him to go in a similar way that O'Brien was going. So, well, just, I think he could have gone with Flanagan. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I was hearing. But look, we, it's yet another game that we have to write. We're now fourth. Yeah. Because Milton Keynes have won. Um, and they've played the same games as you know. We're now below Milton Keynes in the table. Um, and we've got we've got two almost kinda I don't know, it's weird because we're all expecting Roy King to come in now and take over and change the whole shape, but I mean, we ain't gonna finish in the top two. No, so, we're not by a mile at the minute. I don't. I, again, something I said on Thursday. People are going on as if like this reshape is gonna be happening, as if like we're restarting in the October. It's 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 February 16 again. Games Sixteen games. Sixteen games. It's like. 16 games. This is not something that can be turned over quickly. I'm not even potentially confident. Of, by the way, we're playing at the minute. I feel like I've just I have tried to make a few excuses for them today, but the way we're playing, we won't get even in the playoffs. Well, we're five, I think we're five points clear of Sheffield Wednesday, who are seventh. We they have a game in hand. Mm-hmm. And the way we, you know what? It sounds ridiculous. The way we're playing, you. I can't see a point. You can't, like if you look, if you look. Like I'm going to choose choose the night challenge. Yeah. If you don't win that game, you're in like not only can you kiss goodbye to oh, my, you you're in a scrap then with you, Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday, you're in, the you've got the teams coming up from um I don't really know any of them. You start yeah, because it's like the best now we can hope for really is a, a team coming in yeah. using the next Ten games, you know, to bed in yeah. and go on a run and enter the playoffs as that team, mm. I think, because barring some kind of collapse, well, we're now we're now looking at saying, oh well, Wigan and stuff. Yeah, but Milton Keynes now above us. Yeah. So like, wh- what are we? Stop! Don't, stop thinking about other teams. Stop, especially Wigan and like that and Rotherham who've just gone and battered the team we've got beat by today during the week. Rotherham there as well, I think. One uh-huh, day, so, but... so stop thinking about. In general, I've got. I like. The, it's impossible to do, but try and concentrate on ourselves and just. As depressing as it is, um, that's what we've got to do. I think we're going to have to use the remainder of the season to prepare for hopefully a playoff, a playoff campaign. A playoff. Like, I thought I wasn't going to get an away game this season for varying reasons, but I'll keep joking and saying, ah, we might end up at Wembley. We might end up not at Wembley. We might end up, you <laughs> know, end up in, in Oxford away. Uh, exactly. So I just, as much as I want to kind of... <sighs> the problem being is I don't want to be too negative. I felt like the crowd were a bit on people's backs. You're not with a guy that's going to help. I know, I know, I know. But my, internally, I want to be negative. But... I do think potentially, maybe it's just the people who talk shite behind me, behind, they, they put me in a fettle, to be honest, well, people behind, around me at the match. It's a lot calmer up the top uh, when I sit I mean, with my dad. We all but it's so freaking, it's not beyond the pale of negativity, it's yeah. just, so whether or not that's like scaled as into trying to like fight them up with positivity, but we're just, ah, oh, I'm, I'm like 
red. We all talk shite, don't we? But I, I remember like looking around someone behind me earlier and going, thinking, God, you really do talk shite. <laughs> Compared to the shit that I spout, which is bollocks. Um, well, we've got, we've got Cheltenham and Wimbledon in the next two games. We have to, if we've got any lingering hopes of finishing the top two, the burning embers, dying embers of the fire, we have to, um, we have to be Cheltenham. Well, we have to be Cheltenham regardless, but we, 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 if we've got anything about us, we have to, Absolutely. we have to win the next two. And I think for me, for my own personal sanity, I need to keep away from the. Oh, maybe Roy Keane was there today in a blurry well, picture. Like, let's hope that Royston can come in and galvanise everything. Um, that's another thing I've heard quite a lot. I love a bit of like overheard pub talk. Uh, all I've heard is people saying, he give them a kick up the arse. And yeah, it's yeah. like, he, and he really would, but like, but, but is that. <laughs> I'm not sure they need a kick up the arse. No, I, I think they need. Compared to a lot of teams that we've they had. need some organisation. Yes, exactly. They need a bit of structure. Yeah. They need a bit of, um, and I think some of the young lads probably need a bit of something like Defoe. Hopefully, will give them a bit of a, uh, arm around the shoulder yeah, to kind of say you're going here. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's it's not the right approach. I'm not saying that Kane's not the right approach for this team. He definitely is. Well, well, obviously, apart from Nigel Atkins, who... Oh, a lovely man. Well, I've just remembered there, there was a guy I used to see all the time at the match, and I haven't seen him for years, and he's the absolutely spit of Roy Keane. Haven't seen him for that long. Totally forgot about him, walked out the doors of the Peacock, and he was there. Uh, It's fit. He's coming home. He's coming home. home. He'll have to get in at uh, lookalikes with me dad for Alan Shearer. <laughs> dad does look like Alan Shearer, can <laughs> confirm. Um, I'm going to Cheltenham on Tuesday because I am a massive loser. Oh, and I'm lucky also bugger. lucky enough to have a ticket for Wimbledon next Saturday. Um, so freak. you'll be hearing from I am a freak, yes. You'll be hearing from me. Um, well, you will be hearing from me again. Uh, I don't know if I'll do any reaction. I'm going with a guy who used to do these pods. So. Oh, I don't know. If, I can't remember his name. Uh, Dory, I think. Bory. Bory. Yeah. Um, but the lads will be back on Monday. Me and Tom will be back during the week. Um, enjoy the enjoy fourth place. Please, everybody. please try and smile. If you can find any way to smile tonight, I think everyone should get pissed. Really. I was going to say we are in the pub, so I'm. As soon as this is over, we're going to... Well, let's go back in there, because it's cold in the studio, for half of you, so (laughs) thanks very much for listening. serves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.